Welcome to podcast number two of Sportlist. We've made it to episode two. Big accomplishment. for episode two, yeah. yeah. I wish I knew a stat about what we could do for that, but how many people make it on that? But I say we're doing all right, aren't we? Wait, what? How many people make it onto episode two? Me. There we so go, far. yeah. <laughs> He's back. You know what? I've got a feeling. What? You, Because you, you're probably going to be a guest that's going to be featured quite a lot in it. I assume so. Yeah. You're going to know everything about sports soon. Well, we're going to compare now to the end mm. when I, um, like, so like last episode to the end of the sort of season, I guess. So yeah. roughly a year from now. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, should we crack on with what we're doing? Let's crack on. Well, this is Sportlist. Well, this is the Sportlist. We'll start with the Women's World Cup final. Obviously, England back in a World Cup final since 1966. Really big for England. Mm-hmm. This was the Women's World Cup. But we just lost out to Spain. I watched the game. I didn't actually watch the game. Did you not? I've not seen the game. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. The better team won. Really? Spain, very good. We just didn't create as much chances as we could have. We had a few good chances, but we just never capitalised on them. But you know what's good for it, though? What? BBC have come out and said it's peaked in 12 million viewers for the game. Not as big as the Men's World Cup, but that's for the British broadcasting. Yeah. But it's going up. And that's good for the women's So that's game. just Britain that was 12 million people just watching? Just Britain that's 12 million people watching. Oh, well, I feel like the World Cup normally, they say, like, the men's one anyways, they say, like, the numbers are way higher than it is because they probably calculate the entire world. Mm. So, like, I wonder how many people actually in the entire world watched it. Obviously, England and Spain being the predominant countries. Yeah. But then, like, what about America? Because obviously they'd have watched it. They, they definitely wanted England to lose. Um, no. Surprisingly, a lot of the men, a lot of people wanted England to win. Really? Uh, yeah, the Spanish coach has come under a lot of fire. A lot of players have, re- have said they're not going to play under him. They say his training methods are weird. He? Yeah. The, for the for the women's team, it's a yeah, man. They're saying that his training methods are weird. They're not correct. They feel uncomfortable playing for him. They say it's an unsafe, unsafe working environment. But on the contrary, something's working there. He's won them a World Cup. You've got to look at both sides. If they if these women are feeling un- insecure about it, it might need a bit more investigation on what he's doing. Yeah. But something's got to be working what he's doing. They've won a World Cup final. I don't want to go really in too much into it. Yeah, sorry. I completely yeah. forgot to put the logo on. Keep talking. Though. Yeah, well, I don't really want to go into it because I don't really know what's going on there. But I do know a lot. The best, one of the Spanish's best player has refused to play for them while he's there because of these reasons. Well, sticking on Sorry, fo- yeah, keep, keep, just keep it going. Keep it going. Um, don't worry, I'm, I'm keeping on going. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on now, it's a tran- this is your transfer roundup. We're starting off with Romero de Villa. It is a Casado 2.0. He said he's gonna, he is signed for Chelsea instead of Liverpool again. That's Liverpool failing to get one of those big signings in. But they have now moved in for they've moved in for the Stuttgart captain, the Japanese midfielder who's 30 years old. Endo for 18 million. I'm not going to say his full name because I'll, I'll butcher, pun, I will absolutely do the punctuation wrong in there. But they've moved for 18 million. That's been done for 18 million. And it's that depth they need in midfield. I'm feeling this is a big money ball signing. You know what money ball is, don't you? I, I do know what money ball is. This 18 million, the stats are so much showing what you did in the Bundesliga. Very good. Yeah. Um, I'm a big advocate for money ball. I love it. I think it's the way to move forward to rebuilding teams. Yeah. Because 
you can get those players who you know are going to do really well for your team because they're going to play a certain position. You're not splashing a cash on a load of pay, on big name players. Moneyball for me is the best way to go around doing deals. Obviously, you want to get those high reputational players to bolster that team up. Yeah. But Moneyball, I'm a big fan of it. What do you think about Moneyball and sports? Um, yeah, just to clarify, it yeah. is like buying a cheaper player and then like building them up it's like their price basically it's Moneyball is if you haven't if you know if you really want to know what Moneyball such an is idiot. I literally said I knew yeah. what Moneyballing is but the, for me the best way to short Moneyball is is the baseball film with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill in yeah basically they use stats to go and find players who they want no one wanted these players but the stats showed they were going to do what they wanted to do they wanted to get on base Oh, they okay. took this team from being the Surely worst. Surely you do that anyways, right? Or do they just go for big names because it looks makes the team look good? It looks it makes the team looks good, and that that big names are probably going to be doing really well. But sometimes yeah. teams with basically a lot of the lower teams will go for the money ball tactic. They'll sign these brilliant players who jump, who will do their role perfectly. So that means when you get those big players, who those players they built up, sell for a lot of money, they don't do as well because they're in a new system, yeah. and they're being brought into a system they're going to fit well in. Right. Okay. So yeah, Moneyball. It's a lot of stats work. What they're going to put that play in that team, and he's going to be able to convert that really well and look really good. Okay. So yeah, moving on. Neymar. You know who Neymar, don't you? I know who Neymar is. He has gone to Saudi Arabia. He's actually gone to Al Hali for hundred million, hundred million euros. That is gonna on a contract that will last until 2025 so he's there for two years well actually no he's only there for a season yeah pretty oh, no two, two seasons. seasons two seasons two seasons but he's already injured oh my god <laughs> he's injured no Neymar's injured so he won't be able to start playing for them until, <laughs> for a bit that's actually really funny but he's got out of PSG PSG nothing going right for them no it's as I said, not as I said last podcast Aston Villa has signed Nicolo Zanola on a four million loan but it could be up to 27 million if he signs permanently. You won't know who the Nola is. I don't know who any of these players are except Neymar. Nah. But four years ago, the Nola, highly prospected player, just didn't. Click. 27 million is cheap though, right? 27 million in this current market is a very good price. That's what I mean. I, I thought it was like, like most thing, most players that are like big names in transfers mm. are like, I don't know, like 50 million plus. Oh, 50 million. That's a base mark now, 50 million. That's it's mad. so inflated. That is actually insane. But Zanola, if you know who Zanola is, you know he's very highly prospect. He was a very people were looking at him very highly, and it just didn't something just didn't click. So if he can get that going at Aston Villa, who I need to that to do really well for my top four prediction to come well. Yeah, I forgot but, what my predictions were. Oh, we don't need to worry about your prediction. Um, I think it was Luton, 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 and Luton. Yeah, Luton. Oh, that, the they're gonna they they are gonna come first, second, third. And fourth, and also somehow last. Yeah, so they're going to come everywhere. They're going to be everywhere. But Luton are going to be coming everywhere. <laughs> um, moving on to where we're currently at, Manchester. Manchester City have, have signed Belgium's Jeremy Doku from Rent for a sixty million euro package. What we think? Do you, Doku, very young winger. You don't know. Who uh, that is. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably like a horrible guess. See, for me, this would probably be better. I mean, obviously, do your list. I, but for me, it would be more of a now. conversation. 
after the list. Yes. So you you, you do the list. And Wait, the list. I'll, it's all list now. I'll change the format. The whole the whole podcast is a list. It's a lot of lists though. Look at that. Oh, that's a long list. Yeah, that's the it's the sport list is now the sport list. If I think there's something really well, no, I mean it is that yeah. is the that is the point of it. I just mean like, well, there's gonna this be... specific episode might be less listy. Yes, still as just as lispy, but less listy. There we go. Well, it would as I said, we're growing pains right now, aren't we? We're just yeah, we're, yeah, we're exactly. figuring out what we're doing. So yeah, we to... did have people for today, but obviously they cancelled. It's it's, it's what it is isn't it well moving on you know Anthony Joshua is don't you I do unfortunately Unfor- well no fortunately at one point in time unfortunately now yeah well he's just come back he's had his fight on Saturday 7th round knockout and now it looks like we're going to finally get Wilder versus Joshua wait we're actually getting it alright I'll, I'll, I'll take that that's yeah. really fun yes Wilder versus Joshua I, this is because they couldn't do it in the past do you know why why? Joshua signed to Sky Sports. Sky Sports refused to work with BT. Joshua now signed with DAZN. Oh. DAZN and BT willing to work together to get that fight going. Looks like Why would Sky not work with BT? Because Sky don't want to work with BT. No way. <laughs> so it looks like we're going to get that in Saudi Arabia. Obviously I mean, where the money is. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's still a fight that I low-key don't care about that much because Wilder lost his zero record... Um, Joshua lost his zero record twice now yes he's lost twice now that's like I know that it's like a whole like Creed um, Rocky sort of story but he's boring to watch like I feel like Joshua is he's a good boxer he's great but he's not got it anymore like, I remember that there was a he point where a he killer was instinct. yeah he like he was like just tearing through people and he was on this huge win streak obviously he hadn't lost and like now he just kind of looks tired like it's the same thing that happened to McGregor he was really good he was just eating through people but when they get rich and they have this touch of fame they don't have the fight in them because they don't need to do it anymore mm. they kind of they're fighting for not even glory at this point it's like a they're fine because they 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 need to to like keep their fan base to keep their money not because they want to I feel like once you get to that certain level of fame you kind of like have the money I think the thing with McGregor I'm going to look at McGregor as a camp hall now like at the McGregor camp as a whole you've got Dylan Dennis in there now in the McGregor camp in the McGregor camp yeah I think that whole camp needs to get the idea though because Dylan Dennis needs to fight Logan Paul now he cannot pull out When's that fight? It's in it's in October. October. But the way he's been beefing his girl on Twitter, yo, everyone yeah. has. I've seen a load of people. I there's this uh, YouTuber called I think he's called like Bird Box. Yeah, I don't know, but you, go with it. Go with it. Go on. I don't know his name. Bird something. Bird man. Bird box. Bird person. I don't. know I feel like that's a record. Anyways, um, he's been like beefing Logan Paul on Twitter because I don't really use it that much. X, sorry, um, I don't use it that much, but every time I go on I see him because I used to follow him like when I first got Twitter and then like every now and then I see a tweet and I just see him like beefing I'm like isn't like isn't Dylan Dallas meant to be like the bad guy in the story I think yeah he's meant to be but no one the thing with Dylan Dallas no one takes what he says seriously because I've never even seen him fight has he ever fought he, he's a very good wrestler even oh, though okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. either 
I remember I, the shit with McGregor and Khabib and all that shit. Dylan Dennis. Oh my god, that was years ago. Dylan Dennis. He got taken down by a bodyguard who was a blue belt in like wrestling when he was on a night out. Um, when he when KS and Dylan Dennis had their first face off because they only did one, so the only face face off. Dylan Dennis got kicked out because he threw coffee on him, and then Pretty Boy Anthony Taylor yeah went outside, smacked him one time, smacked, rocked him. <laughs> Pro- Dylan Dennis properly rocked Dylan Dennis. Oof. And then he pulled, and then he obviously pulled out the KSI fight. He cannot, yeah. as I said, he cannot pull out this fight. He cannot because he has, yeah. he's got that reputation. Yeah, all I'm saying is, if I think KSI would beat the shit out of Dylan Dennis, which probably mm. Logan is going to absolutely smoke him. Dylan Dennis ain't going to come. He's, that height difference is just going to be too much. How, how tall is Dylan Dennis? He's the same height, same height as JJ. But the oh, thing, but the thing though, Logan's six two, right? Yeah, but. JJ knows how to get into that. Dylan Dennis doesn't know how to box. Yeah. He doesn't know how to box, so he's just going to struggle. If he pulls it back, then I'll, I'll, I'll... Fair play. But at the same time, he doesn't deserve... He doesn't deserve this spotlight he's created for himself. No, I don't know where he's got it from. Like, genuinely. He, he makes me with McGregor. Speaking of McGregor, going back to Anthony Joshua, he saw... Did he see the video? What he did? Saw KSI, started beefing KSI out of nowhere. Yeah, and again, he, it's all for clout. Like, KSI is probably at the peak of his career right now. Mm. If he can jump back on that, like, I don't think McGregor's poor by any means, but I think he's lost a lot of respect. Oh, no, to I a think lot he's broke. I think McGregor's broke. Yeah, but think about broke in his terms. His oh, terms broke yeah. is like, he's still probably got like 5 million in the bank. Like, I'm, broke, to, I'm broke, broke. He's yeah, not, yeah, he's he's, not broke, broke. He's still, he's well off, but he can't live the lifestyle currently yeah. now that he has been his entire life because, well, he's you know it's a hundred it's like what Mayweather does yeah. he he spends all his money oh now I'm going to do an exhibition match and then but gets a lot back I think True Jolly did a really good point of view on it he's he pre- Conor McGregor after everyone left he went in the ring and called out KSI and mm. I think McGregor still thinks of himself that oh I'm on the microphone everyone needs to come around and listen no one cared about him though. yeah nobody like, I'm not going to lie I loved McGregor at the time he has just dropped off so like I've just lost respect like he he might no he's not he, he comes across as an asshole he's literally punched like old men yeah. he starts fights for no reason I just think he, he's just like a little angry person and I, I can't say anything about little person I'm fucking tiny but um, I, I, I think he just he probably doesn't have the respect for himself anymore. He's an embarrassment. He was shadow boxing while watching Anthony Joshua in the ringside. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, no, that <laughs> was, was bad. He was like, ooh, ooh. Like, I bet Anthony Joshua, if he saw that, he'd be like, why am I taking tips from you? He's not <laughs> taking tips from you. He's probably like, go on, get in there, get in there. Yeah, do do this, do that. And he's just like, mate, nobody's listening. I'll, I'll never, it's, I'll, it's like watching football. Yeah. You say that you like, you shout at the screen telling him to do something, knowing full well if you were in that position. You were, bro, imagine McGregor v Joshua. Oh, that would oh. be so funny. He would get flattened in a minute. And I, this would. is, I'm not a huge Joshua fan anymore. But I, I mean, I, I want him to, do I want him to beat Wilder? I would, I would think, I want Joshua to beat Wilder because then you have the opportunity for Wild, for Fury Joshua. Yeah, I think that's, Fury Joshua. It's never going to happen, but if people will say, I don't want Fury to happen, or obviously. Is there any like up and coming boxers? Well, Joe Joyce. Who? That's the same with boxing right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is so sad. overtaken really by is. influencer boxing. It's heavily relying on an influencer boxing. Yeah. 
carrying it. You got to admit though, like some of these influencers, it like they it's are still an, athletes. It's though, more entertaining to watch influence boxer boxing. So they've kind of put the fun back into like the whole beef stuff yeah. because as well, um, and I don't want to talk about it for too long so you can get through the list, but I think. I don't know the the kind of like fake aspect to it. Even though like the beef is quite clearly fake, a lot of it is. I mean, some of it quite clearly isn't. Like Jake and KSI, they genuinely do hate each other. Logan and Dylan, they'll probably hug it out at the end if Dylan does fight. But I think the whole thing that taints it is the fact they do just make videos on the side. And yeah. obviously, boxing is a really hard sport, and not everyone can do it. But it what it shows is a lot more people can do it. Yeah. If you push yourself, you can do it. Like the whole like they like you, all you've got to do is be athletic and think quickly on the spot and know the skill of boxing mm. and I think actual boxers and boxing fans think oh no you're taking away from it it's like no it's actually giving to the sport in a way that it's like anyone can do it like you can achieve your dreams and think of KSI five years ago mm, no he started boxing five years ago right uh, yeah Joe Weller was 2016 damn okay um so seven years ago then yeah, still quite a while ago well, but the then to tracks, now this tracks era yeah era. just imagine this track era we had no one was expecting any of this to happen this track era now Simon a biggest thing in social media and we're getting KSI Tommy Fury that's where influence that boxing has taken and it all started never forget with Theo Baker versus Joe Weller I do remember that fight. never that's forget really that so okay next uh, moving on yeah Oh, this might be something you might know about because it's about a film. Okay. So, do you know what The Blind Side is? No. Oh, well, <laughs> The Blind Side is an Oscar-winning film okay. starring Sandra Bullock. It's based on a true story about Michael Ower. He is a... Def- he, I believe he... What position did he... I literally talked to my boss about it yesterday. Yeah. He is, he's a run blocker, so he protects the quarterback in that offensive line. Basically... What's that? What what's happened is Michael Ower was adopted, adopted by these by this family, and they were a white family. and he's a black person, okay. so it's it's created this. They've given an opportunity, and because of that opportunity, he's now been able to go into the NFL. They've taken that story and they made it to a film, the, the Blind Side. What Ower's Michael Ower has said. Bearing, I should have read reread this before going into it, but he has said. He was never adopted. He said, he said he, he was tricked in signing a conservation. So the the Tohoya family became the conservators. He petitioned that that ends, and he's been and he should be paid what he's worth. The film made three hundred million at the box office. No way. And he wants that royalties back. All of it, not all of it. He wants okay. his fair share. Okay. The, so that he he's saying that the story is like bullshit. No, the story's true. Oh, okay. But what about the adoption part then? The, well, it's all true, but he okay. wasn't adopted. He said he was never adopted. He was a conservation ship. What does that mean? So basically, the conservation ship is the these people who sign it. What Britney Spears had with their father, so they can make business oh, deals in her okay. name. Yeah, so yeah, when they I were understand. signing over the royalties, the to- the toy family. The Tohoi family got all the money, got all the royalties for it. Okay. He has said that the mother of the family has been able to go on and make a successful career for it, being a successful author and a motivational speaker. Furthermore, we'll talk about what this means. Okay. He has said it is def- he's not a big fan of the film because it makes him look like a bad leader, 
to the people at the NFL when he's trying to re-sign. Uh, just seeing if I missed anything. No, I wrote I wrote a lot there for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Dehoys do continue calling him him his their son, and they're they're trying to work this out. So, okay. my opinion on this. My man, I just spoke to my manager about this yesterday, and he's very he loves the NFL. Uh, yeah. Big up Butch if he's watching. Um, lovely guy, lovely guy. And he, I didn't know who Michael O'Hoya, and well, I knew who he was because I watched the film. But I didn't know that he wasn't actually that good of a player. He was okay. actually he was a very average player, and he had to be moved around on the pitch because he wasn't good at protecting the quarterback. He didn't make the big money in the NFL that he wanted to, so that's why he he my manager believes that he's suing him now because he wants the money so why would they make a film about him if he wasn't good no because it's a really nice story oh, that he right. was taken into that he was a kid who was struggling he had the potential of going into the NFL like making it in the NFL is still a massive big deal yeah, yeah. so he had that potential and they've taken him and they've given him opportunities so this is where I think I think he should be paid his royalties Fair. Yeah. if he hasn't got that he needs to be paid that because it is his story but the Tahoe family still owe, still deserve their royalties as well yeah but he's whining like everything's been taken away from him the fact is nothing's been taken away from he him he never had it anyways there we go okay so I think and this happened in the last week yes this happened in the last week okay so I think he should be paid what he's worth what he, what he deserves yeah, but the way he's gone about it, whining. And is just, that actually like has it happened like that, or do you reckon it's kind of been? He's probably put out a statement, maybe a few tweets. Well, he's put, and then uh, someone's probably made an article, kind of like twisting it a little bit. Well, I got this from ESPN, and they have said there was a fourteen-page petition that he, the family, brought him into. That the Tahoya family brought him into their family never adopted him but became conservators yeah so he's he's a bit heartbroken that they never adopted him and he was ah. tricked into signing it which is wrong but at the same time as i said they've given him so many opportunities and i said to my manager say listen he would have made so much money in the nfl it wouldn't be not been that it wouldn't have been the big big money but he would have made 10 million from the nfl and yeah. through his career it's kind of his fault that he didn't invest it and he spent it all straight away yeah, you. I get why he'd be sad because obviously you want family, you want people to like take, not take care of you, but it kind of gives you a sense of like belonging and stuff. But then if um, I don't know, I I feel like I I see where he's coming from, but in terms of money, you can you can also see that he's like being a little bit stupid with it. Not stupid. I'd probably, I'd probably boil it down to like he's just run out and now he's like panicking. Yeah, I think it's a complicated situation. It yeah. will keep you updated on the podcast with what's going on. I find it really interesting. I've never heard of it like before. But I, it's a, I've never heard of this type of singing sport where someone has said um, it's a very. You know, it kind of reminds me of like the BoJack Horseman thing with. Um, is it Patriot? I don't know. It's about he. He makes a film about a running horse. Yeah. I don't know if they ever come out and say the story's fake. I think they like to talk about dramatifying the story, which obviously they will have done in the film to like make it sell. Um, 
It, it, it's, it, that's completely unrelated. It just reminded me of that. But sorry, I'm yeah. insanely tired right now. It's all right. Don't worry. But as I said, I do think it. He's been given an opportunity he would have never had. Yeah. And he does deserve his fair share of royalties. But the way he's gone about it, I just think he's a bit wrong because he's yeah. shot himself in the foot. But moving from a very high octane sport to cricket buzzing um, it's the 100 right now and we have someone has hit the, the we have the first ever 100 women's century do you know what a century is no nope. when someone hits 100 runs in a game isn't it called in, the in 100 in the 100 is 100 ball so they've they've hit all, every ball so has been hit pretty much yeah they could they finish well I mean it can't it's either yes or no yes it, yeah yes okay. well no because they could so hit, you could they hit could, 97 they, because they could have hit some sixes and lot oh lot right okay yeah but anyway we have our first ever women's century in the competition it was done by the Welsh Fires Tammy Beaumont who finished on 118 runs after 61 deliveries so 61 balls she had got 118 runs that's a very good return <laughs> it sounds like it you got 118 off yeah. 61 delivery it's a very very good return and it is good that is a fit. and she's made history in that competition sticking on to that competition in the men's side the Oval Invincibles have booked themselves into the 100 final today after beating the Trent Rockets by 5 wickets so yeah lovely yeah you don't know what's going on no I don't know what's going on well it's a bit of a 100 bit of cricket the only cricket that's really going on right now after the Ashes have finished I wish we did this during the Ashes because I would have loved it. Um, but we're moving on to rugby. Okay, Obviously, this still, is. I know a little bit more, but still, absolutely nothing. Yep, yeah, but well, it's the build. It's the World Cup build-up, isn't it? Pretty much coming. When is up the World Cup? Next month. Next month. I can't. When? What date? Like, when does it start? Early next month. Early so, next month. Okay. Like three weeks, I believe. I can't wait. I. <laughs> my, I have a plan for this kitchen for this he, living room he, he does he's going to take over the living room with I don't know gallons of booze gallons of booze um, no, no we should say pints of booze pints pints of booze no it, well I'm, it's I'm just going to be candles everywhere and yeah. I'm also wanting to get a big England flag here and a some paper cup I don't know something screams EDL about a big <laughs> England flag in the living room I just I want to support my nation man. I'm up because obviously me and big Phil my Yo, dad what would you do if they were just like out like straight away I'm, I saw it once before I'm used to it oh really <laughs> yeah we got knocked out in the group stages at 2015 in our home competition oh. it was awful that is, that is pretty painful and you know what I won't be surprised if it happened again because How have they been playing we have well we'll get on to that okay. we'll get on to that but England we have lost Jack Van Portfleet our scrum half during the game against Wales sadly and it was it's an ankle injury which requires surgery so he's going to be out for the World Cup obviously and mm. for the beginning of the season wish him well hope he gets back early hope he gets he, back early very good scrum half but he's been but they have brought someone in the Northampton Saints scrum half Alex Mitchell was called up to be replaced thank you Alex alright <laughs> BBC on a BBC Sport article it was they described his play style as organised chaos I'm very happy with that Style because I, England I couldn't agree more. You don't know, but you know, the way England played, we need that. But going on to one of the favourites, France, they've lost their star fly half, Untermach. Uh, yeah, 
he'd, well, he'd been ruled out of his home World Cup because yeah. obviously France are holding it this next month with an ACL injury. So that's going to be a long injury for Roman Intermac. Really feel sorry for him because he's very good and I was looking forward to watching him in the World Cup. Yeah, But obviously we've had in World Cup warm-ups. We'll start with something you would like to hear. Yes. You are you are South African. I am South African. Hit me. Hit me with some they nice They faced stuff. Wales. They won. 52-16. Ooh, sorry Wales. You so, lost to South Africa. South Africa looking very, very good going into the World Cup. Yeah. Had a very good champ- championship. Against. It's mad because like, they literally never get into the Football World Cup. So it's nice to... Well, you're a rugby nation though. We are a rugby actually, nation. But I wonder what you actually are because you, you're very, you love well, your They football. love cricket as well. I say rugby union is your best sport playing at like you do yeah. the best in rugby union um, I can't remember I think my dad or if I say this and he hears it my dad supports I want to say the blue bulls is it is that I don't I'm, I'm not really it's probably I'm not that clued up on South African rugby yeah club, club oh rugby. I know that there's one other team and I think he might support them but I remember his wife Danae she supports the Blue Bulls I know that but other than that I have no idea you never know you might have just caught a mini war in your family and I, I genuinely could have and I do apologise yeah. but South Africa you gonna, are you, are you going to watch South Africa this World Cup? I'll watch South Africa in England yeah. yeah I'm not really asked about anyone else yeah so South Africa looking very good you might be watching them a lot them, I think I don't think they're going to make it to the final to be honest really I think they've got New Zealand who they oh, New yeah. Zealand look very good They. I might put like a fiver on South Africa or England to win don't put on England that's a waste of money because okay. we lost to world number one Ireland 29 to 10 England look shit they, yeah they, but they they lost to the world number one no but they, we, they're losing to the world number one and then they're losing to the world number one. Yeah. Firstly, we've got another red card so that makes two games with a two red cards. Oof. Billy Vanapolo is probably going to be out for the Mr. Beginning of the World Cup. Owen Farrell, well, lucky Owen Farrell got allowed to start the World Cup. You saw his t- horrible tackle. Did I you? did, I yeah. did. Yep, yeah, he didn't get anything for it. We are incredibly lucky that we didn't do that. But the way he, but Bofrick has already announced the squad for the World Cup. So we've got no number eight for the beginning of the World Cup. So it is so fun. I wish I knew what you were talking about. Randy. So yeah, this is so it's fun being an England fan. <laughs> really fun. Last World Cup, we were one of the best teams in the world. I'll never forget how we demolished New Zealand. Like five minutes in, when we were already a try up, I was just like, "What is this?" Yeah. And we suddenly lost to South Africa in the final. And Sorry, but, you sometimes just can't beat South Africa. But what I don't get is four years removed, well, four years added on, we are, I've never seen us coming into a World Cup so unorganised and just so, I can't describe how we are playing. I used yeah. to be saying, I used to say, it's very fast paced, we're always looking for that try early on. When we play it through the forwards, it's so boring and we just don't make anything. And then the backs just look, they look a bit more organised under four so that's why I think he should be starting but it's just like I'm much I think I've played better rugby my team in my in my last season in my yeah. Colts rugby we played better rugby than England are doing right now it really? is just unorganised 
discipline is... How are they so bad, though? I don't know. I just... I think Boffert's probably going to get the sack after the World Cup because there's given time, but it's just something's not clicking there. Um, yeah. It's, it's a shame because I thought Boffert would do. With a decent signing after sacking Eddie Jones, who I will still stand on this mountain with my flag very high up in the air saying, we made a mistake sacking him. Because it couldn't get, it couldn't be this well bad. Yeah, <laughs> it couldn't have been this bad, and he would have had some idea what he wants to do in the World Cup. Bofrick just got thrown into it, and it's just, it's not working. It's not working, Bofrick. You're out, mate. Yeah, I think he's probably going to be out at the end of this World Cup. But on the other side, Ireland looking very, very good. I imagine they are looking incredibly good. Andy Farrell, Owen Farrell's father, is doing amazing things there he's built up for it but the question is are Ireland going to do what they normally do in a World Cup year past three World Cups they've gone in world number one knocked out in the quarterfinals really (laughs) is it going to be fair time maybe they get burnt out really quick it could be that I think it probably could be that when you're that good maybe it's just like you can only play that well for so long because like think about football yeah okay yeah you'll get tired you have a day or two to recover rugby like you are pelting yourself into these other huge units you are not like surely that can't be sustainable for like long periods of so, time yeah. they probably hate the rugby world cup the rugby world cup is it's a very demand we're not like football we do there are the week between playing but oh but, is it so yeah. it's like a lot more spread out it's more spread out um but unlike the like six nations where you play three game and then there's a week break and then you two game another week and then there's two more games yeah. and it's done it's week after week after week. No, and so you're still taking a huge you're, toll. You're still taking yourself. a huge toll and it's much more demanding than Club Rugby where you would do play week in, week in, mm. week in, week out. It's much more demanding than that because you're obviously going against the best team in the world, yeah. the best player in the world. So it's a very hard game, hard thing, but it brings out the best in players so at the same yeah. time. But we're going to go talk about the host nation. France beat Fiji, 34-17. Again, France just looked amazing. They, yeah. Um, I do think coming into it, do I think could win. Well, rugby is divided by northern and southern southern hemispheres. Is it? So we got the northern is England, European countries, and southern is obviously Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. Only one northern hemisphere team has won the World Cup. Who do you think it is? Ireland. Ah. England really 2003 my birth year so Ireland have never won the World Cup Ireland have never won the World Cup the only Northern Hemisphere team to win the World Cup is England how long has the Rugby World Cup been a thing though oh god um, 1970 oh so it's not there's actually not been that many but it's still a big stat isn't it yeah no that's that's, that's very good I think that's going to change and I think I'm going to say it it's their home turf France France are going to win the World Cup. Yeah, I think I just don't see Ireland doing it. They look really good, but I, it's either going to be France or Ireland. I, I just don't see. I you think they're better than like New Zealand, yes. Australia. I think New Zealand are looking. I think I'm really looking forward to it because I think it's like the there's. I think there's four teams that could win it. Mm. Um, I think the last sounds like there's only four teams playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Um, it looks really interesting. Well, I, there could be a possibility of five teams winning it. Scotland, yeah, um, they've looked really good going into it as well. They've even though they've lost to France twice, 
they've looked really good in those defeats there's there's losing it as I said there's losing and then there's losing yeah. so two different types of losing like you really played really well and it was just unlucky Scotland just looked really good yeah um, so I'm seeing there's a lot of team that you could put in there a lot of dark horses it's a different there. pressure playing in the actual World Cup as it is oh, to like warm up so we'll yeah. see when it happens yeah and I just I'm really looking forward to it you can yeah. tell we're going to do I, a I bit imagine so. I'm going to I'm going to make sure you do get clued up because I want to do a big preview World Cup talk about all the group stages talk about the group of I death I cannot wait for that oh you're going to love it and finally on our last bit we've got we Manchester United have released a statement Ooh. today Alex didn't want to talk about this but um, he's going to talk they released something today yeah so the, the decision had been made that's why I feel like I could talk about it oh so okay hit me Mason Greenwood has been released from Manchester United so they're not keeping him on he's not being kept on you know sorry before you carry on I reckon so the other day they released another statement be careful what you say <laughs> no no they released another statement saying that they were uh, inconclusive I think they released that statement to, have to see the uproar whether people would be like oh okay yeah if they're inconclusive like he's coming back he might not or what happened naturally you would just assume anyways like that I, I, I can't say whether or not he's guilty or not no, 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 we, but we kind of have a rough idea there is a, an audio thing anyways without touching on it too much they wanted to see whether or not people were going to cause an uproar and I think yeah. people did because you know he should have been out well I'm any gonna... other anything else any like if it was a film a TV show anything else dropped him like that they would not have even cared but because it's like a football thing and yeah okay they've got to have loyalty to him but he, he you know what I mean I can't I we're, can't get too we're going to talk it, about how we he didn't deserve how we how we um how my United dealt with it because it is, I think it's a really interesting to talk about but we're just going to talk about the statement that got put out so he Mason Greenwood has put out a statement as well today he has said he believed he had made mistakes <laughs> and, and take, oh just a few Mason <laughs> and took and took share took his share responsibility but added I didn't he's I obviously did, not taking response sorry I'm not gonna and, but he also added I did not do the things that I was accused of Gary Neville has come out and said he is not happy with the process it was taken he's been the process quote this is what he said the process in getting there has been pretty horrible when you have significant situations and difficult situations like this it requires unauthorised leadership and that comes from the, at the very top top Manchester United don't have that so that's also in what Richard Arnold the Manchester CEO have said I don't really I didn't really look into it but what I believed he has said don't quote me on this is that they Manchester United have said the social media is fake that, that it's fake but under their investigation they've decided to drop him wait so, what, what social media so is they fake? said what his girlfriend has put out was fake but under their investigation they have found evidence to drop him I don't want to speculate too much wow, on that because okay. I don't I, did not. I don't really want to go yeah no, okay. dig it. but all I'm going to say if they found something yeah Yeah, if if it, it, if it was fake, they would not they they wouldn't have dropped him. But what else would they have found for them to yeah. just be like this player that they've got to dedicate themselves to because he's been there since he was seven? Okay, no, we're dropping you. 
Like, that surely something else must have come but out. The thing with Mason Greenwood, it appalls me to see so many people support him. Um, because there's something there has something gone on there. Yeah, but you've got to remember, like football has a lot of sexism, racism. They probably yeah. don't even care that a woman potentially could have been raped. Yeah. Um, without going too graphic, because they probably don't care themselves about women enough. Like the women's section on this football on this podcast, they probably don't care about. Yeah. You know, those those sort of fans are the sort of people that ruin football. You know, it's. I think it's really appalling to see because how I look at it. I've come from a family where I have four cousins, three on my mum's side, one on my dad's side, and I've got a sister. I've pretty much been raised in a family of girls. Yeah. And I just could never imagine doing that to a woman because the amount of respect I have for them. And I would limit and hate anyone who did that to any... Yeah anything like it's, that it's, it's, it's a huge accusation for someone massive, to make we can't really say oh he's guilty or he's done that because yeah. obviously nothing's if she's come out and said but the thing is is if she has come out and said that it is fake which I don't know if she has or hasn't I, I, I'm not too clued up on it but if she has said it's fake then she should get consequences because she has yeah. essentially ruined someone's life however I don't think it is fake personally and I think he has to take the repercussions from that yeah, and it's going to be interesting what his next steps are. Um, it's not. He's dropped. He's done. That, sorry, Mason. He's not, though. There's, I think there's Saudi Arabia there. No way. Oh, shit. Yeah, they... I think Saudi Arabia's there. Italy, yeah, they ain't the fan of the it, women, are they? <laughs> Italy, obviously, there. They don't really care about that kind of stuff. So his football career is not over. Um, whether you want to think that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's up to you, your personal preference. But the, I want to talk about how Manchester United handled this situation. I oh, think great. it's. I do completely agree with Gary Neville. It has been appalling. Yeah, two years. It should not have taken this it's, long. It was a six month investigation, mm. and they wanted to keep everyone happy. I'm sorry. You can't do that in a situation like this where a lot of people feel so strongly about it and so strongly for it and so strongly against it mm. you cannot keep anyone everyone happy no, you've not. just got to go in there and just see look at the evidence if you're going to do your own investigation look at the evidence and just say this is what we found and this is what it is it wasn't a six month investigation I think they wanted to delay it as much as they could and try and, and be like oh look it's sweeping under the rug yeah, sort of thing like, but it okay was never, he's coming back Yeah, it was, right. it was never going to go sweeping under the rug yeah. it went quiet for a bit and then when there was those little rumours of it it got all brought up again and then it got swept under the rug again, rug again. Yeah. and then they made that I mean state. in UK football he's done which is all I care about yeah but ideally his career should be over but again if there is no concrete evidence then I guess literally I have to say there is a chance I don't even I don't want it's, to though for I me don't. it's the people who say he was found not guilty he was yeah, never so he, many people he was not, hit me with he was not found oh he's innocent until proven guilty he was not like, found not guilty the, the court said there was not enough evidence for the court to go for the tra- oh. for the trail to, trial to go through because she posted on social media it, I don't think it got really taken into evidence 
witnesses were dropped witnesses did not come forward and there was not a lot of evidence basically the UK justice system failed itself again for not having I wanted a proper trial for this and then if he got mm. found not guilty it would have been quite an interesting scene but he didn't can you imagine if I was on jury service and because yeah. it's obviously Man United so I was on jury service recently I didn't get well, chosen for a trial though you said you were on jury service you got you were there for two days and then nothing else you said to me I literally worked on purple stuff I did I did um, unfortunately not hard enough because I still need to work on a lot more so but you know, it's a new business it's, it's a very new business and you know we got we got this podcast there we go we've had the logo in the corner like just the could get cancelled after the Mason Green was no there, there's nothing to get cancelled about like I feel like we've gone about it very well yeah we've that, said you know he he quite clearly did wrong I don't agree that his career should carry on the people that do support him I think are scummy people but at the same time it's like I there is not enough evidence for me to hard go yeah the, like to have the opinion we that can't I have say but the, the problem is is like Excuse me, that's my opinion. Yeah. And if we're playing the opinion card, if their opinion is that he's innocent, mine is that he's guilty. So, I don't know. Is there anything happier that we can talk about for the last uh, few Do we need to try and find something happy? Well, you know what? We'll talk about wrestling. Oh, God. Because <laughs> I, I'm very looking forward to the end of this week. Because on this, this Saturday, no, this Sunday, the biggest wrestling event of all time is happening. What is it? It is Wembley Stadium, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, All at, All In is coming to Wembley Stadium. I don't know what that means. I it's don't know the, what big, that means. It's the biggest no wrestling idea. event of all time. All In. You say this about every wrestling no, event. No, because it's not. It's the, I thought it, it was money in the bag or whatever. Storyline, but for like, actually, like stats wise, this is the biggest. Like, Isn't John Cena coming back? That's in WWE. This is a com- different company. Oh okay. So it, it, I don't know if it's sold out or not. Um, obviously, I'm I'm not going because I don't I do not have the money to go down to London by my go down to London. Never Nine mind bus. getting a ticket. Never mind getting a ticket. How much is a ticket? Eighty quid. Eh, it's doable. Ah uh, no, no. That's one shift if you think about it. Yeah, I just uh, well I've got my thing on Monday, so I can't do it anyway. What thing? I'm going. Family meal, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah right. but yeah, it's a storyline. The main event is going to be Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF. He's going to be in that Zac Efron film. Uh, oh, cool! About the um, Von Von Eric family um, versus Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, um, it's a very interesting storyline. They're also they're fighting twice. Those two, they're fighting on the zero, the the free buying show uh, for the tag team Ring of Honor tag team championships because the storyline in this is really cool really it's like they they are two people who can't trust people they Maxwell MJF he can't trust people me and them both <laughs> <laughs> but he can't trust people he's been turned he always turns on them because he just doesn't want to trust them he doesn't want he doesn't want to feel betrayed you know you don't want to be betrayed no you don't and he's so scared of that he does that to them before he does it before they do it to him he was boom what's it called um, there's a word for that it's not like masking, is it? Where you like put your feelings on someone else because they're actually your feelings. I don't know what it is. I've forgotten the word. So like, oh, I'm worried my ex is going to cheat on me, but then you cheat on your ex. because Not your ex, like your girlfriend because you're worried that they're going to cheat on you. Is it masking? I feel like it's masking. 
I don't know. I don't know. But um, but it's gonna go. It's a really interesting storyline. They're obviously doing a tag team because they're best mates in in wrestling right now. So yeah. they're fighting for the Ring of Honor tag team, and then they're fighting for the AEW World Championship at, in the head main event of that. Be there, baby. The AEW World Championships. There we go. There we go. And also, you've got Brit. You got Essex Owen. Oh, Essex Owen. You know, Will Ospreay. Nope. Versus Chris Jericho in that as well. That's a fight that has just come out of nowhere, and it's there, pretty much. Yeah, it's, right. it's a bit annoying. I'll actually hold on. I'm gonna find the <laughs> match card, and I'm gonna I'm uh, gonna do. It's so late at night, by the way. Like, what what time is it? Ugh. It's ten. It's ten to twelve. Well, Alex. I'm gonna quickly do quickly do this, and then we're gonna have to yeah. uh, head head to bed. I'm this tired. Is the confirmed matches. So, alright. Accept that. Okay. So, all the open versus MJF and Adam Cole for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. I think that's go. I think they're gonna go MJF Adam Cole to re really build into that like the tag team champions now they're going into that so I'm yeah. going to go with MJF Adam Cole uh, I it's the Lucha Brothers with Eddie Kingston versus Best Friends and versus the Blackpool Combat Club in a trios triple threat match mm. I think Blackpool Combat Club I love them and I really want them to win it's also in a stadium stampede match which is going to be awesome so in cool. Wembley so but I think the best friends are going to win that or with Orange Cassidy Chuck Taylor and Trevor I think that'd be really I think they would really need that and Orange Cassidy deserve that big win next Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay I just want Will Ospreay to win that because I think Jericho's going to win oh well, that's a big thing there I don't know who that is uh, you've got the Golden Elite, so you've got Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega, the Golden Lovers, and Hangman Page, and Hangman Page versus Bullet Club Gold, Juice Robinson and Jay White and Katet and Takeshita. I think the Golden Elite are going to win that because it makes more sense. It's a new, it's a newest faction, and they really want to show off Kota Ibushi, so that's the best way to do it. Of course they would. Uh, you have a coffin match next. Versus Darby Allen. How many matches are in one night? There's a lot of matches. Okay, yeah. let's not predict all of them. No, because I can. Qu- I'm literally quickly. I'm firing off it here. All okay, right, I'm in this thing. Darby Allen and Sting versus Swerve Strickland and Ar Fox in a coffin match. That it's going to be Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland. Then you have FTR versus the Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Oh, there's literally four more minutes, four matches after this. Oh, wow. I think that is going to be that is my match of the night for me. FTR okay, and okay, the Young Bucks, two of the best tag teams in the in the world right now, Ooh, and I think tag team in men. And I think the F, I think FTR are going to do that because FTR, I love them. Um, they just love a tag team because you want to hit like a little girl. It's it is a big same because FTR's dad, the FTR's daughter, had, well, one of the daughters had cancer, and he's gonna and she said, and he said I'm gonna fight like my little girl who fought cancer and she survived. So it was quite nice. Oh, that's, that's actually very wholesome. Yeah, nice good. one, FTR. Yeah, um, and then fun. you have the AEW's World World Championship. Put your phone away, man. <laughs> <laughs> you have the champion Hiroka Shida versus Tony Storm, England's Saraya. If you watched WWE in the past, that was Paige recently, and versus Doctor Brick Baker, Doctor Brick Baker, Doctor Brick Baker, DM. 
D. I think that's going to be Hiroka Sharida because she is just a new. She's just been crowned champion, really, and you want to build out that world. And then you have my this favorite. Is the final one. You got two more. Bro, bro, you said four more like five fights ago. That, no, that I started up going up. Um, then you have who is my favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, um, the CM Punk. CM Punk versus Samoa Joe for the real AEW Championship. It's a bit of a complicated. I'm not going to go into that. Okay, I think don't. <laughs> I think that's going to be CM Punk, but that's going to be an amazing match. They just they tore the house down in the Owen Hart tournament, and they're going to do it again in Wembley. And then the main event: MJF versus Adam Cole. Adam Cole, I love him to pieces. He's one of my top five wrestlers of all time. But he's going against another top five wrestler of all time for me: MJF. I just think MJF's going to win it. I think he's going to take it. So yeah, there's my prediction for a fight card I am looking for a, for a pay-per-view Beautiful. I cannot wait for I'm going to have I get paid just in time to pay for it I cannot wait for it that's the that's the way we're going to end the podcast today You could, are you going to watch AEW All In? I will not be watching AEW All well, In well I recommend you to watch AEW All In because it's going to be an amazing fight it's going to be an amazing wrestling show if you honestly Give wrestling a try. It is amazing. It's I people look at it and they say it's bad because it's gripped in its face. No, it is entertaining. It is just it's just jokes though to watch. Like yeah. it's just bad. It's like it's like watching Love Island. It's like so so fake and scripted and put together. That it's like it's like watching a car crash. You have to watch. You were it. liking Married at First Sight Australia just. Fat, yeah, no, that was too. that was inter- entertaining. Anyway, do you have anything else to add, Alex? No, no. So that is the end of episode two. You got anything else to add? Um, no. Um, although if you do like any other podcasts that we do, which we don't do any others currently, <laughs> um, we might we, we might be producing one on the fifteenth of September. Doesn't have a name. Completely forgot the the style. Um, but keep an eye out for that. If you have. Some uh, somehow made it this far. If you have somehow made it this far, yeah, we should we should start putting this at the beginning. We're gonna have a TikTok and a YouTube. Oh and yeah, an Instagram. Go yeah. follow us on that if you're still listening. Yes. we're gonna be posting on there. We're gonna post short clips in this, in from this onto those, for our things. So yeah, you've actually given me a really good idea. We're gonna make an Instagram and call it like Purple Pods, and we'll have like clips from every, um, podcast that we produce. That'd actually be a really good idea. You heard it here first, guys. Well, thank you for listening thank again. You. See you next week. We will see you. Well, I might not be here. Wait. Hopefully we get other guests on. Hopefully, yes. Alex, we'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Spotlisp.